Welcome to Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to talk about what we're trying to achieve in this legislative session. We need to look at some reforms fiscally to try to make the state a little more solvent and make sure we're not wasting money. We've realized a couple of things about our state workforce in the last year. What have we learned during this pandemic? What can we use moving forward to make sure that our state is solvent? Chuck, when I first ran for office four years ago, I said we had two to four years to turn the finances of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania around. Or if we did not, the financial solutions and the solutions to our problems would be so politically unacceptable that the Commonwealth would not be willing to make those decisions. We'd go insolvent in 12 years, and then the rest is history. We'd be on an economic downturn. We were making great progress in the first three years that I was in office, and then the pandemic hit. And we started to see some what I believe to be fairly reckless or not thoughtful types of decisions being made relative to the structure of government that we need to resolve. So we've got a series of initiatives that we're working on. The first one, and and these are kind of topics that when I mentioned to my wife, she goes, oh, no, here he goes again. He's going to talk about his CPA life and about being a financial custodian. And I I will tell you that that's what we're going to talk about. These are topics that most people, uh, we jokingly say, don't want to talk about in polite company because most people won't care about it. But yet they have significant and profound implications on your day-to-day life. And most people won't even be aware of it because you shouldn't be. These are the kind of things that people shouldn't have to be concerned about. So the first one, as an example, is something very mundane. It's called dynamic scoring. And what dynamic scoring is, it allows the state and the independent fiscal office, which is the group that analyzes our financial decisions in the Commonwealth, it allows them to go forward and take the information that we've provided and say, what's the second and third order effects of the decisions that we make? So I'll give you an example. Uh, if if I were uh, if I had obesity as a problem, and I eat uh, 25 donuts the day before, and I get on the scale, probably I'm going to have a problem with my blood sugar. The second and third order effects that if I keep doing it, I could have an obesity problem. Uh, I might end up having a problem with kidney failure, uh, develop diabetes, whatever the case may be. Uh, and so they would be the second and third order effects. Now in the dynamic scoring world, what this does is says, if I make a financial decision, what is the implication of it? So in other words, if I, by the way, I'm not proposing this, but if someone were to increase the income tax rate on individuals or the property tax rates, what does that do to property ownership? What does that do to younger people leaving the Commonwealth? And we've already noticed at the Independent Fiscal Office for the past 20 years, we've seen an out-migration of young working families out of the Commonwealth and an in-migration of senior citizens, and I'm a senior, I'm almost 70, and so we, we have to really deal with this. The second major initiative is lean. Uh, incidentally, on the dynamic scoring, that made it over to the Senate, and it was getting ready to be voted on when the session ended, and we already have agreement that that bill can move very quickly. So it passed unanimously in the House last session. We hope to be able to get it through. We made the Senate an amendment in the bill 
uh, yesterday, and we're hoping to be able to get that fast track through the system. The next major initiative is a going lean, L-E-A-N, which is how to restructure government so it can live within its means, with the primary focus being how to deliver a better service to our citizens at a much lower cost. And we have a unique opportunity now in the Commonwealth where many of our state workers are getting to a point where they're getting ready to retire. And so what this would allow us to do if we went lean would be to keep the same level of service, not have to lay people off, and at the same time as people retire, not replace the same numbers of people that we had before but provide much more responsiveness into systems. This would be things such as, uh, as an example, at the toll plazas on the turnpike, uh, the electronic taking of tolls rather than having someone stand in it, which we did as a result of the pandemic. Those are the kind of issues that would help you go lean and much more effective. Automation is a big aspect of it in terms of those types of things as well. Last session, that made it out of committee. And it was getting ready to go into second consideration, which means it was getting ready to be voted on when the pandemic hit and other issues took priority. The third major initiative that we want to look at uh, that was very highly received and regarded, made it all the way through the House, is the Auditor General Fraud and Forensic Bill, which gave the Auditor General the ability to launch fraud investigations on state uh, agencies and other types of agencies where suspected fraud would take place in spending. This is a very important capability. We have a very capable Auditor General staff. And so this bill allows us to say, for the money that did go out, how do we make sure that it was spent effectively and appropriately? Uh, Chuck, in addition to that, we have a series of municipal reform bills and county and government reform bills on municipal debt, as an example. Uh, that actually first got introduced almost uh, 10 years ago with the Harrisburg bankruptcy. And this past session, we made some fairly decent progress on it before the pandemic hit. And we're hoping that we can resume that progress this session. And then uh, my dear friend, Representative Seth Grove, in addition to working with him on the redistricting and the voting reforms, uh, is pledged to make sure that we have a very serious effort at looking at restructuring or realigning some of the state agencies so we can do so at a much lower cost. Uh, Senator Pat Brown, Dear friend, head of the majority head of the Appropriations Committee in the Senate, uh, put out a, what I think was a wonderful newsletter and synopsis of the current financial situation. We're $3.5 billion short of revenue this coming year. In most businesses that I've been in, I spent a, a lifetime, a career helping to keep companies out of bankruptcy. If you were able to reduce spending by 10%, that was a fairly common requirement in order to balance the budget. And that's what we have to start doing. We have to start looking at the state. How do we get spending under control rather than assuming the taxpayers an unlimited source of funds? This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.